Hey, y'all, before we get started, if you haven't connected with us over on Instagram or Twitter, it is at NFTs, number four, newbies. Again, NFTs for newbies. We post a lot of behind the scenes stuff, some extra tips and tricks and education around this crazy world of Web3 and NFTs. Find us on Instagram or Twitter, NFTs for newbies. Your mom might have told you that you're special. There's only one of you in the world. And listen, that may be true, but it ain't true about your NFTs. How rare are they really? We're going to let you know how to find that out right now. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs, but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're gonna break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're gonna cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. Hey everyone, welcome back to NFTs for Newbies. Whether you're watching or listening, we are talking rarity today and look, most of the time, the more rare an NFT you have, the more it is worth. So who wouldn't want to know the rarity of the NFTs they are holding? We don't want no generic NFTs, Rich. Listen, I don't want no (laughs) off-brand, great value brand NFTs. I want the premium. We don't want NFT. You don't want NFTs for newbies with a Z. You know, you don't want one of those NFTs. That, that, that ain't us. So, but how, look, how do you quickly and easily check? And how do you stay on top of the rarity of NFTs that you hold in? All right. So think about it. We're going to share with you a couple ways to stay on top of rarity. But first, but first, let's back up newbie style and make sure we cover what rarity actually is. Yeah, our whole intention with this show is to never leave any of you guys behind. So, let's just address rarity in general. And it might seem obvious, like, well, duh, some are more rare than others. Let's move on. But let's back it up, y'all. In order to really understand rarity, we have to understand generative art. I collected things growing up. I collected football cards. I know those are like super old school. I still have them. Old school, Jerry Rice, Steve Young. What's up? Did you collect anything, Rich? Yeah, I collected cards. I, I I was a baseball card dude and basketball card dude, and I had the Beckett Monthly, and I would check all those things. But here's this is perfect for rarity because you know, you know, when you're flipping through those, and let's just say it's 20 cards, and you get this one that has like a hologram on it or something, and it says special edition, or it's like your favorite player, and it's like, Rookie you know, cards, 50 point cards. game. Yeah, something, something, right? Like, you know, it's going to be more rare. And then you verify that through Beckett Monthly or that, you know, edition of Baseball Card Magazine because there's limited supply, right? There's less of those than all the other regular cards, right? So that's when we decided, like, we know that, but why is it different in the NFT game? So you invited your boy on here. Yeah, I was on a Twitter space a couple of weeks ago, and I just loved the way that V from Outcomes NFT, super cool dude. He used to be a teacher, uh, so I think he has like a gift and a knack for explaining things. But the way he explained generative art and rarity, well, I asked him if he'd come on and give us the download. We have caps, uh, we have different sets of eyes, and so on and so forth. As the founder, I get an Excel sheet uh, from the developer that lists all of those traits, and I'm in charge of setting the caps for each individual trait. So for one trait, um, like a, a necklace with a golden egg on it, 
you know, I might put 50 as the maximum out of 10,000 that can get that trait. But I don't know if it will get 50. I don't know if it will get 30. I don't know if it will get 2. The code determines that. So this is part of, you know, providing a, a level playing field for the collectors. So as a founder, as a developer, you have no advantage over anybody else. And so as a, a mentor, you go in and you might get the rarest one, you know, which could turn into inordinate amounts of ETH, things like that. But so you just don't know. So, Heather, I've watched this mm-hmm. before we even started recording. And I was like, wait a second. That doesn't make sense. I, I, I'm not saying I don't trust the dude. But if he's saying I'm going to cap it at 500 for any of the characters I have with a mustache, for example, and that the developer is going to algorithmically put something in and it might end up as 400 or 200 or 17 of this trait and it makes it more rare. How does he not have a leg up? Like it's not an even playing field. He's already setting the fact that it's going to be rare by setting a cap to it. Right, right. That's why the creator and the developer, um, sometimes there's limits or boundaries of if they're able to be a part of the community and actually buy the NFT themselves, uh, because they do have a slight advantage knowing the percentages there. But let me remind you that you know, we don't know, we could set the cap of like, there's going to be 500 Reddit hats, but because of the algorithm, because of the code, it could be 23. We don't know. So there's not a guarantee that there's going to be that many in that much rarity. It could be rarer than what we originally put. We have no idea, but there is a slight advantage in that way. Again, you know, creators and developers sometimes are limited on which ones they can mint, if at all. Rarer, rarer. Uh, well, if you don't want to be rare, then come to our Discord and make sure you come chat with us from time to time. We'd love to have you there. So check it out. Why wouldn't you want? (laughs) Why would you want to check rarity? And we asked on Twitter, and like, look, number one, don't sell before you check. But here's a couple answers we got. This is from Hofer three seven, aka McConnell, on Twitter responded to us. If you plan to hodl, which stands for hold on for dear life, meaning I ain't selling this shit forever, forever, ever. The subjectivity is more important than rare traits, in his opinion. Get the art you want, the utility you want, the community you want. Hashtag my two sands. All right. And then <laughs> Thomas J at THO53 said, if you are flipping, it matters more than if you want to hold for the utility. If you are planning on holding forever, rarity is just a flex. I completely get that. So let me tell you something that's about my buying habits. There have been times where I just wanted to get in on the floor price of a project that looked like it was taking off. And let's just say I was kind of interested. The floor price was 1.7. And a few weeks later, I'm like, shit, it's 3 ETH. And I could afford 3 ETH. I'm like, F it. I'm going in, right? I'm just going to do it. I don't care about the rarity. Yeah, I might spend a little extra time, but I just don't want it to go over 3 ETH. I don't want it to get out of my price point. Now, let's say two months later, that one I bought for three ETH is now worth five ETH. Because I didn't do my due diligence, I might not know that I got a steal on something and that it's actually kind of rare. So it might actually be valued. It could be up to like 12 ETH, let's say. But because I bought at the floor price, I'm happy with what I already gained in at five ETH, which is just two ETH more. I'm like, that's almost two X. I'm going to sell it and I'm going to flip it. You just diminished all the upside because you didn't understand the rarity. All right. So I hope that doesn't sound like crazy or convoluted, but just because you're going in on the floor price doesn't mean you might not be able to do the homework you need, which we're going to share with you how to do it to find something that's a little bit more rare. 
Okay, and that way there's not only the upside, obviously in utility, but the the percentage you could get back or the X return you could get back. Hey newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now this course is gonna cover a few things and we wanna tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously we're gonna cover what an NFT is, how to transfer Ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you wanna make money, some of you wanna invest money, some of you wanna make sure your NFTs and your monies are safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Halim saying the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that, that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks. Okay. That's about three Starbucks grande drinks. Okay. So think about it, 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. Yeah, so we're going to show you if you're watching on YouTube, side note, if you're listening on the podcast and you are not subscribed to our YouTube, we screen share, we walk you through things. We also have exclusive content that we do not put on the podcast. So there's my shield for the day. Uh, head over to YouTube. <laughs> we're going to be screen sharing, walking you guys through a common tool called rarity.tools, which there's multiple platforms that you can use to check rarity. This is a really popular one. And while Rich is pulling that up, I wanted to quickly reiterate that you will not be able to check rarity off projects that have not minted yet. Now, that might be seem like a no-da, but we are newbies here, so no man, woman left behind. Think about what V just said a minute ago in the video. We don't know what the project, the final project is until after it's minted. That's what's so crazy about generative art projects is even the creators don't know what the final outcome is. So these tools like rarity.tools, is for projects that have already minted, already launched, they're out in the world, they be showing everybody their goods. You know what I'm saying? Like they be exposing themselves. So I have World of Women pulled up on rarity.tools. Now we are not going through all the ins and outs of rarity.tools. We are going to do a separate episode on that. I picked World of Women because we're going to be having the founders on very soon and we're super excited for that. And it's always going to have a huge place in my heart because it was my first NFT. So first, before I even type in anything, I could scroll down and it is going to just say, you know, is going to rank the most rare by number, period. Okay, so it's going to show. And I, I noticed this while we were getting ready. Here's a bald woman, bald woman, bald woman, bald. Like bald is clearly a good rare trait, but, you know, you might not be able to discern what makes some of these rare. Okay, but you could at least see in the ranking what is the most rare and what is not. Okay, from there... I could just go to whatever I have or whatever I want to watch or whatever I want to buy. If I want to buy an NFT and I click on the description, it's going to give me a token ID. So let's just imagine I clicked on OpenSea on an NFT I wanted to buy from World of Women and it had 8915 as the token ID. I would put that in here and look up. This is one I actually own. And here is my rarity score. Now, the higher, the better. Uh, I don't know what the highest is, but here's where it is. This this was a floor price NFT when I got it, okay? But now the floor is generally like insane, but it was going to go through things here. It's going to talk to you about like what makes it a little bit more rare, heart tattoo, 
blue to the right eyes, uh, clothes, adventurer. I think one of the cooler things is uh, her necklace is 2D fruity beads. You know, I don't know. But yeah, so that's essentially going to break it down for you. Now, the other thing you can do, and again, we really do want to dive into rarity tools to like help you because a lot of people use that. But Heather's right. You can, number one, the collection has to be on there. And two, you could use it for something you have or something you want to buy to help influence your decision. But you can obviously on OpenSea as well, go to filters, you know, and just be like, cool. Um, let me see what there's the least of. Okay. Like, let me pick the, you know, maybe they have skin color and it's like, you know, uh, vanilla or black or whatever. But then all of a sudden there's like hot pink, you know, and you see that there's thousands of the others, but there's only 487 of the hot pink. Like that's going to maybe influence your decision. And then uh, our great partners, Deadheads, for example, like some, their big thing is like eyes, you know, like, if they're or if they're a zombie or if they're a ghost, you can't predict what's going to be super rare in the beginning. Sometimes it's influenced by how people are buying and scooping them up and the supply, of course. But you could obviously go to OpenSea and and kind of do your homework as well there. Yeah, this is interesting. Before we wrap up, did you know this? I've learned on Twitter someone tweeted us when I said we were sharing about rarity that there's a whole niche of people who quote snipe up. Uh, NFTs based off rarity for people who aren't doing their research and learning about it. And their whole thing in the NFT game is uh, really paying close attention to the rarity of projects, things that are being undersold and then flipping them. I thought that was interesting. That's literally Gary Vee going to garage sales, going on eBay on his phone. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a flip life that that's, I, I, you could literally be like, I want the 10 most rare traits on World of Women, make an Excel spreadsheet and probably somehow set alerts uh, to any time any of those are selling and be like, dude, they're selling it for 10 ETH. Yeah. Like it's worth 40. Yeah. Beast, let's get that. Like, yeah, I, it's, I'm not surprised at all that there's people doing that. One final question from at Mallow Maroon over on Twitter. It says, are there standard ranking NFT names like rare, super rare, super duper rare, and so on? Rich, what do you think? I don't think so. Like the first thing before I even read what I'm looking at, like you can think of businesses and some of their packages. Some of them will be like silver, gold, platinum. Some of them will be like premier, ultra premier, or like, you know, infinity. Regular cheese, extra cheese. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think people make up whatever the hell they want. Uh, and I'm just going to use our boy Gary. Like I have a core V friend, which is like, ain't shit ish. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, in the V Friends world, it's like, whatever. But I love my dude, uh, my reliable rat. So there's Core, there's Diamond, there's Rare, there's Lava, there's Very Rare, there's Hologram, which is a background, there's a Goo, which is a Gary original, there is a GOO, which means Gary Original Ownership. So look, anyone can make up anything. Like, we could literally do ours and put anything that's labeled as a Heather NFT is way more rare than a rich NFT or something along those lines. So I don't think there's a rhyme or reason to it. I'm sure there's probably fundamentally like three to four levels of rarity per project. And then I think it's, that's it. So we're going to wrap it up with a random question sent in from a listener. If you would like to ask us a random question, there is a form in the show notes where you can do that. This comes from Jocero over on Discord. He asks, would you rather get a free $50,000 or that your co-host gets a free $100,000? They can't share it with you. Do you want $50,000 or do you want your girl to have $100,000? 
I already know where this is going to go. I know where this is going to go. You're going to say you want the 50,000 and I'm going to say I want you to have 100,000. <laughs> That's exactly. No, I want you to I want you to have the 100. I really want you to have the 100. I believe you. I know you'll do good things with it. And without expectation, I know down the road like you got my back. Like I'd lay down in traffic for you. I know it's the same way. So yeah. there you go. Take it. I believe him. I believe him. That's exactly what we would do. Um where we going to wrap up with this. We hope that was helpful. Thank you guys so much for listening or watching and we'll see you next time.